Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. To declare your independence on the Free Talk Live Network. It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock. Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! And a very special individual that we're uh, uh, also an independence clearing kind of guy, Jeff Burwick. Jeff, Jeff Burwick, Dollar Vigilante. We're going to be talking about a, a, nar- a Narco Poco 2024. Lot. Is it 2024? The freaking year, man. This is it. You know, that's the first thing I want to get. Jeff, uh, is 2024 the year? Is this it? Are we there yet? <laughs> I don't even believe in what they call the years. The, the calendar's all screwed up. Uh, the months is all screwed up. They they basically, whoever's been putting this whole thing into place for like centuries or millennia, is all lies. So I just live day by day. I actually just live in the present moment. But apparently some people call this 2024. Uh, and uh, I do know that we're calling this an Acapulco's 10th anniversary event coming up in just about three weeks now in Acapulco. This is uh, going to be a... You know, an important time to make sure that we understand that um, it, it, it's coming. And I wanted to, you know, you look at, let's talk about some of the speakers in the theme this year. You know, we have the, the logo here, uh, you know, 2024 Reborn, Freedom is Rising. And uh, that's kind of the, the feel, the vibe that, you know, I kind of been building up, you know, Freedom's Phoenix, is, you know, it, it's now. You know, here we go. Why this year? What, what prompted you guys to kind of have this concept and kind of theme? Why this year? Well, it's kind of funny because I came up with the idea Reborn uh, about six months ago. And actually, no one at Anarchapoca really liked it very much. But uh, I said, I think we really got to go with this because that's really what I feel like this is all about is Anarchapoco started, as you know, Ernie, you were there for the first one 10 years ago. Uh, it was a you know quite a few drunk people a lot of people in black t-shirts all really angry angry at the government every talk was about how bad the government was and over time i've kind of realized myself that a big part of changing all of this is actually changing yourself so anarchapoca has gone through all kinds of uh, changes over the years and it's kind of come to a point in the last few years where there's a lot as you know you were mc last year there was so many people about uh uh self-work type stuff uh, 
ways that you can change yourself and then and other things as well like growing your own food like all these things you can be doing and when you change that the world will change uh, reality itself will change when you change yourself uh, and i've been personally going through that massively i've actually gone through it uh, probably about seven years now of self-work but over the last three years i almost went on a uh, I kind of turned into a hermit almost. I didn't hardly talk to anyone. I just meditated hours per day, every day for the last few years and kind of reached all these new levels. And so for me personally, it's kind of like being reborn. And I kind of see an Arcapoco and what everyone's doing there as being kind of like reborn as well. And the funny thing is I came up with that idea before the Cat 5 hurricane <laughs> which was not a hurricane, it was a weather weapon, uh, it came out of the blue. Uh, no one in Acapulco even knew it was coming. As you know, hurricanes go, there's no way to plan for them. They just pop up and hit 200 mile per hour winds and then they disappear two hours later. Uh, but after that happened, and after we spent about a month of trying to, first of all, raising $400,000 from libertarians and narco-capitalists, a lot of it in crypto, a lot of it in Monero, uh, and saving a lot of the city itself, uh, saving a lot of the people who needed food, water, uh, medical supplies, uh, help, all kinds of things, uh, and then going on to help people rebuild their homes and stuff like that. Uh, and then we decided, okay, I think we can still do an Arcaboco in February. It's crazy. We only have two months to get ready for it. Uh, and then Kat was like, I, I, yeah, I, I can't believe you came up with the name Reborn before right. this happened. Right. And, and I said to her, I go, you know, I get these ideas in my meditations, and uh, they come to me for a reason, and I just trust them. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's basically why it's called Reborn. And, and so, you know, people are coming this year, and Acapulco itself in many ways is kind of being reborn. A lot of things were washed away uh, in this massive attack. Uh, and uh, I think, you know, Acapulco had some issues for sure. Uh, there's always been some problems and people kind of been, you know, there's been some drug related problems and people fighting over all the, you know, drug money and all this kind of stuff. And I think it kind of slapped a lot of them in the face and, and people kind of just like got back to, let's, we live in a beautiful place. Let's just make this place beautiful sort of a thing. So Acapulco is kind of being reborn uh, and uh, we're being reborn along with it. So it, it all worked out. Well, this is, um, um, it's interesting to see a place that already had exposure to your philosophy, uh, benefited from a narcopoco, and there is a you know a, a language barrier a little bit, but you know we can learn how to speak Spanish. A lot of them speak English, but the village of Bonefield there, where you have uh, Jardin Secreto, the secret garden, the people there are so nice and so supportive, and to have the opportunity when they needed help the most to go in and show them, hey, we're going to bypass all this crap. It ain't going to be the cross of nothing's going to come down and save you the Red Cross to this cross to that, you know, and then just take the money. We just, boom, crypto, you raised like, God, man, it was like a, a week, like 300000 or something, some ridiculous amount, just went down. Now, Danny Sessom had just visited here a couple weeks ago. He came by, and we hung out, and he's telling me all the stories down there. And after a while, okay, we got enough food, man, we're good. We need to build. You know, it needs to start to, you know, take this brick, put it back on top of that brick. And how has the actual construction of the homes, of the structures, of the facilities, and then how much closer are you with the people, the culture, their support of you, you supporting them? It's kind of, it's just, it, it's a community. And 
What's in opposition to that? You know, is the man involved, or you got the you know the mayor is like, oh yeah, it's all good, or where's our cut, or so? Give me the whole integration of how you guys went down and helped, and where it needs both. Tell me the the narrative of everything where you got to and where it is now. Well, as I said, the hurricane hit out of the blue. I was one of the only people on Earth who even knew it was going to be a major hurricane a few hours before. I tried to warn so many people. Hardly anyone listened, which is the story of my life. Only one person listened, and he said it probably saved his family's life because he lived in a kind of a house that was not would not would not withstand whatsoever those winds, and it was basically destroyed. And he had two small children. The next day, almost, Danny Sessom was on his motorcycle driving down from Texas before anyone even knew what was going on because we had no way of knowing because I wasn't here as well. Uh, my wife actually had an intuition that some dark energy was going to hit Acapulco in October, so she said we couldn't go in October uh, again. You know, we get these these messages uh, but as soon as it happened we actually sent people down uh, it took them about most of the day to get here especially once they got close it was so hard to even drive in all the all the roads were blocked with just debris uh, and then once they got in, they, they couldn't respond to us because there's no signal, no internet, no power, no water, no nothing. Uh, so they'd have to come out about an hour outside of Acapulco. And then when they finally did, and they said to me, uh, it's, a, it's like a massive disaster, uh, we have to do something, I immediately did that video. Uh, we raised $450,000 within a few days. Uh, on the Acapulco, people, people jumped into action, uh, people who work with us, people who attend the event. Uh, we had over 50 people working on the recovery effort almost immediately. We were the first people here by far. No one else was here. Um, the, the government from the beginning until basically now has never done anything whatsoever, like not a thing, basically, which like there was some uh, some uh, military guys driving around, but they weren't really doing anything. And there was no real problems. All these uh, things that people heard about violence and all this sort of stuff was all uh, ma- actually made up by the media, very much like in the U.S. It's all propaganda. Uh, actually, the Red Cross in Mexico is actually quite good, and the, and the family runs it. It's like a billionaire family who are very connected to Acapulco. They actually own the Zebu restaurant here in Acapulco. Mm. Uh, they love Acapulco, and they did a great job. They came in after us, uh, so that was it. it was the, the anarchists, and then the Red Cross, which is private, uh, came in and did a, a good job. And there was a couple others that came. Well, in wait, a few wait, weeks. wait, wait, wait! You got to do the you know the anarch the um, Red Cross local. Because Red Cross, in general, I've had so many bad experiences and stories of whatever. But the Red Cross in in Acapulco is its own standalone kind of family-run, directed, we got it taken care of here thing. Describe that. Yeah, I was expecting the same as you, because I've seen Red Cross in the U.S., I've seen it in Puerto Rico, I've seen it in most places, and it's a giant scam, and they mostly get in the way and steal stuff and make it so people can't help people. Uh, but uh, luckily here in Mexico, just like with many things, it's a lot more private, family-owned sort of a thing, and they actually did a really good job. It was basically us and Red Cross for the first month, and that was almost it. Uh, n- numerous people came in after that, but uh, we were basically keeping the city on its feet. Uh, there was no water even to drink, it was, and there was no rain with this 
hurricane. So uh, it, was, it was actually quite dire for a while, for a few weeks. Uh, but we were rolling in trucks. Um, and uh, But it's funny, the government did nothing, which actually is fine with me. I'd rather there was no government at all. Uh, they don't really do much in Mexico anyway, which is why I live here. It's it's great. There's hardly any government involvement in anything. They also don't help in, in natural disasters. But well, we, you know, we raised the funds and uh, and helped out a lot dramatically here. Uh, and uh, yeah, we haven't really heard anything from the government or anything. Um, uh, there, there was really no government involvement. So this was really so apropos that we're anarchopoco, we're in Acapulco, we're talking about anarchy, how people need to be self-sufficient, every single thing should be done privately and not by the government, and that's exactly what we did, and as you pointed out, we, we were in so many areas, so many of the poor areas where they're really in dire straits, and uh, you know, they're putting up signs, thank you, anarchopoco, like anarchopoco is, uh, I don't think most people even knew about us before this, even though we were on, on that HBO special, but people here don't really watch that kind of stuff. Uh, but now, Anarchapoco is kind of well known by most many people in Acapulco as being this amazing group of people who help save the city. So, uh, Reborn's going to have an extra special uh, uh, style to it this year um, with so many people. And so many of the people who work with us in Acapulco, we rebuilt their homes uh, with the, the funds raised. Uh, Danny was very involved in that. Danny was actually the by far the most incredible person of, of everyone in this event he came down immediately on his motorcycle he was the first person here with henza uh from the hbo documentary the anarchists if anyone know that and uh they got everything really rolling right from the get-go and uh yeah it was it was a you know it's everything that we've been talking about and it's it's what we've been saying and people need to to do these things and we ended up having to do it and uh it was a total success immediately after that we had you on and we got to you know help promote you know right and it just really you guys are very successful in fundraising and it um and but then you know it gets used and it's directed and it's going to be you know more than you would ever contribute to anyone it's directly the people standing there doing it and this is how it has to happen now danny had done the same thing with hurricanes you know in uh, the u.s you know in texas and we helped fund it and promoted that too so i already knew that it was going to be a well-placed dollar, you know, to, or peso or whatever, um, crypto, to go down. Now, what was the favorite method? Was it cash, PayPal? Was it crypto? What, which crypto? What As these things happen, and we have more and more of these opportunities to demonstrate people just doing it, what was the method of wealth or or value or transfer or describe that you know what do you think is the best way to do that well, I have a lot of experience with that now, and uh, we started a GoFundMe right off the bat. And the reason is that's a site that a lot of people use for other donations they've made in the past. They've already got their credit card or banking information on there, and it's like one click for them to donate. And so we did that, and that was actually a big part of raising the initial funds. But it actually took us almost two weeks to actually get the funds, and we really had to pressure them. They wanted so much documentation and stuff, and it's actually pretty insane when you think about it. We're raising funds because people here right now will be dead in a few days if they don't get some water and, and some food and we're filling out tax forms for weeks and going back and forth with them we would have it would have been a disaster except for one thing is that we also uh, had 
every crypto wallet you can imagine, uh, Pirate Chain, Dero, <laughs> Ethereum, Monero, uh, Bitcoin. And uh, we raised uh, well over $100,000 in crypto in the first week. And that's what kept us going until the funds were released from GoFundMe. Uh, but a lot of people said, Jeff, you're an idiot. Why'd you even put it on GoFundMe? Well, the total, the most amount of money that was raised was actually on GoFundMe. It was well over 250000 through GoFundMe, then 100000 through crypto and uh, a few other sites. We used the uh, Give, Send, Go, but we only raised about $10,000 on there because people just don't have it linked up. So, you know, I would advise people in the future that you probably should still use GoFundMe. It's a bit of a disaster. It's definitely not fast, uh, but that's where uh, people are used to doing. I would prefer if people uh, were used to doing more crypto and stuff like that. And luckily, we have a, a big audience of people who are used to that, and that's what really saved us. It is shock troops. You know, it's the, the tip of the spear to get there the first of freaking here we are. I, that is that is such a demonstration of, you know, uh, uh, you know having it a week late is like not having it a lot of times and they're dead i mean you know so this is you know i i'm just no no this is so and where my mind's at you know in the pre-show we we talked about you know this a little bit that our focus has been and i know and you and a lot of other people are a great example of how you can parlay the um the big tech media and the platforms and make and build and build and build and I'm, I've just been of the attitude that uh, because of our experience with the Levolution and everything, that they, them, those, they don't want another movement like this. They don't want a demonstration of a Narcopoco in a hurricane of, yeah, we got a targeted weapon. All he did was just demonstrate how uh, non-government works better, you know. And I, I can see the reborn 2024 coming, and it's just more of this. It's getting more and more and more, but it's the infrastructure. It's the communication. It's the being able to do something like crypto. It is perfect perfect neon flashing light example of exactly why was because of this you needed it now you didn't want to have to wait you don't want to get approved you don't want to cross border banking if i went and kind of tax of you know whatever that crap is going on get out of the way grease the skids between peer-to-peer individuals that need and want and do and on the ground kicking butt so this was neon flashing example and i'm all about creating that infrastructure of which I'm glad I got to show you a little bit of it. There's a lot of meetings been going on. I have one after this one that is anarcho-capitalists are starting to really demonstrate the future of what's coming. It's a parallel economy, society, communication. And then you see things like the Heritage Foundation at Davos going, you guys suck. And Javier Millet stands going, and in an articulate, well-reasoned, libertarian, voluntarist, anarchist, agorist, Libya, lonist uh, uh, justification and rationale to these very guys, and they are concerned that you and us and all the things that we're doing are a threat. What they want to make sure doesn't happen is that there's the network's already there. It's the infrastructure and the capability to do what we're talking about. That's why crypto is being slapped around as much. They want to make it central bank digital currency, Goldman Sucks.gov coin or whatever the hell they're doing. 2024 Reborn in Narcopoco this year 
is more than just a lot of the the pieces that are there that people would go for. You know, I, I talked to Danny's girlfriend the first time she went to Narcapoco. She thought going to be yoga and you know freaking peace be upon thee, the meditation of massages of something. And all of a sudden, what the crap just happened? What she got exposed to? And all of a sudden, a couple of years go by, boom, she's anarchist. You know, it, it, you know, here we go. So if you go to Narcapoco thinking something else or you find your tribe there you're going to get exposed to the reborn of the future that 2024 i think is a launch pad for describe that what do you see the future it's going to be you know somebody's going to you know they're going to have an election and the government's going to win you know in 24 you know whatever but what do you see as what we're building and demonstrating and what davos and friends needs to be afraid of well, that's a tough question. Uh, what's going to happen in the future with all of this? I don't really know. Uh, I do know that all of their systems are in collapse. Uh, that's why I started the dollar vigilante. Um, I was expecting the dollar to collapse at some point, basically around now. Um, and it is, and uh, it will uh, even more. And all the central banks are going to collapse. A lot of the government's going to collapse. A lot of uh, the economy, as we know, it's going to collapse because of it. Uh, the Basically, most of the things they've set up uh, are all on the verge of collapse. Now, what they want and what they, they know that as well, obviously, they're not stupid. A lot of these people like all these, uh, you know, Joe Biden's stupid and Justin Trudeau's stupid, but those are just complete puppets. They're just actors. They just read off their teleprompters. The people really running things, they're not stupid. And they know this is uh, reaching an end, uh, especially the central banks and the digital and, and the currencies and stuff like that. It's all headed towards hyperinflation very quickly now uh, with all the amount of debt. And that's just a natural thing that happens when when you have a debt-based monetary system like a central bank. Um, so these things are, are collapsing. Uh, they want to uh, kind of do it in their way. It's always problem, reaction, solution. So they're trying to set it up. Uh, so there's lots of problems. And, you know, this Ukraine thing is getting things set up. Uh, the, the Israel thing is getting th- things set up to do kind of like a World War III, which is just completely orchestrated, just like World War II, just like World War One, just like right. every single war. It's all based on lies, all based on false flags and then the banksters uh, reorganize things in a way that they uh, have even more control and more power. Uh, so we're going to see uh, probably stuff like that. Uh, uh, Satan Klaus, Klaus Schwab has warned uh, that the next thing they're planning is a cyber attack. Um, Kill Gates has warned, has warned that uh, uh, they're going to do something way bigger than the COVIDs uh, next. Um, and so I think they're going to do all these things all at once and probably this year or maybe next year at the latest I think. Uh, and uh, when that all happens, the world's going to change so dramatically, no one will believe it. You will actually not believe it. Most people will actually be fooled by it. Um, they're going to make the next COVIDs look like uh, it's real. It's probably going to be set off by 5G, and it's probably going to interact with the graphene that's in the lethal injections that over a billion people injected into their bodies. Right. Uh, and they can individually target those with the 5G. So they'll be taking down people all over the world, and then their mainstream media propaganda will come out and say this is a new COVID, it's disease X now and um, there's a hundred million people died this month we've got to lock down the entire world most people will fall for it, even libertarians a lot of them will fall for it because they'll be in massive fear been happy lately thinking about the good things to come and I believe it could be something good has begun It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. 
People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com USA News Update. A former IRS contractor who disclosed tax records, including those of former President Donald Trump, is now facing prison time. Charles Littlejohn has been sentenced to five years in prison. He entered a guilty plea in October, admitting to one count of unauthorized disclosure of tax returns. A warning has been issued to Americans regarding travel to the Bahamas. The State Department issued a Level 2 advisory, alerting travelers to potential risks in the area. The advisory is prompted by the occurrence of at least 18 murders in the Bahamas so far this year. Fans of the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers who are considering a trip to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl might need some luck to afford it. The most affordable ticket available on the NFL Ticket Exchange via Ticketmaster is priced at nearly $11,000 after fees. That's for a single seat in an upper-level end zone section at Allegiant Stadium. John Schaefer, USA News. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Appreciate what we do? 
Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Or declare your independence with Ernest Hancock. Welcome back to Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, on the Free Talk Live Network. We're finishing up our conversation with Jeff Berwick, founder of Anarchapoco. Anarchapoco 2024 is coming up just around the corner. And there, there's so much about this conference that's unique. Some people... They got to go to Narcopoco to be with their tribe. Well, hopefully we can describe it well for you this evening. The remainder of our conversation with Jeff Perwick on Narcopoco 2024. We raised uh, well over $100,000 in crypto in the first week, and that's what kept us going until the funds were released from GoFundMe. Uh, but a lot of people said, Jeff, you're an idiot. Why'd you even put it on GoFundMe? Well, the total, the most amount of money that was raised was actually on GoFundMe. It was well over 250000 through GoFundMe, then 100000 through crypto and uh, a few other sites. We use the Give, Send, Go, but we only raised about $10,000 on there because people just don't have it linked up. So, you know, I would advise people in the future that you probably should still use GoFundMe. It's a bit of a disaster. It's definitely not fast, uh, but that's where uh, people are used to doing. I would prefer if people uh, were used to doing more crypto and stuff like that. And luckily, we have a, a big audience of people who are used to that, and that's what really saved us. It shot troops. You know, it's the, the tip of the spear to get there the first of freaking here we are. I, that is that is such a demonstration of, you know, uh, uh, you know having it a week late is like not having it a lot of times and they're dead. I mean, you know, so this is, you know, I, I'm just, no, no, this is so, and where my mind's at, you know, in the pre-show, we, we talked about, you know, this a little bit that our focus has been, and I know, and you and a lot of other people are a great example of how you can parlay the, um, the big tech media and the platforms and make and build and build and build. And I'm, I've just been of the attitude that uh, because of our experience with the Levolution and everything, that they, them, those, they don't want another movement like this. They don't want a demonstration of a Narcopoco and a hurricane of, yeah, we got a targeted weapon. All they did was just demonstrate how uh, non-government works better, you know. And I, I can see the reborn 2024 coming, and it's just more of this. It's getting more and more and more, but it's the infrastructure. It's the communication. It's the being able to do something like crypto. It is perfect perfect neon flashing light example of exactly why was because of this you needed it now you didn't want to have to wait you don't want to get approved you don't want to this cross border banking if i went and kind of tax of you know whatever that crap is going on get out of the way grease the skids between peer-to-peer individuals that need and want and do and on the ground kicking butt so this was neon flashing example and i'm all about creating that infrastructure of which i'm glad i got to show you a little bit of it there's a lot of meetings been going on i have one after this one that is anarcho-capitalists are starting to really demonstrate the future of what's coming it's a parallel economy society communication what and then you see things like the heritage foundation at davos going you guys suck and javier Millet, they're going and in an articulate well-reasoned libertarian voluntarist anarchist agorist libya lonist uh, uh, justification and rationale to these very guys and they are concerned 
that you and us and all the things that we're doing are a threat. What they want to make sure doesn't happen is that there's the network's already there. It's the infrastructure and the capability to do what we're talking about. That's why crypto is being slapped around as much. They want to make it central bank digital currency, goldmansucks.gov coin or whatever the hell they're doing. 2024 Reborn in Narcopoco this year is more than just a lot of the the pieces that are there that people would go for. You know, I, I talked to Danny's girlfriend the first time she went to Narcopoco. She thought it was going to be yoga and, you know, freaking peace be upon thee, the meditation of massages of something. And all of a sudden, what the crap just happened? What she got exposed to. And all of a sudden, a couple of years go by, boom, she's anarchist. You know, it, it, you know here we go. So, if you go to Narcopoco thinking something else or you find your tribe there, you're going to get exposed to the reborn of the future that 2024, I think, is a launch pad for. Describe that. What do you see the future? It's going to be, you know, somebody's going to, you know, they're going to have an election and the government's going to win, you know, in 24, you know, whatever. But what do you see as what we're building and demonstrating and what Davos and friends needs to be afraid of? Well, that's a tough question. Uh, what's going to happen in the future with all of this? I don't really know. Uh, I do know that all of their systems are in collapse. Uh, that's why I started the dollar vigilante. Um, I was expecting the dollar to collapse at some point, basically around now. Um, and it is, and uh, it will uh, even more. And all the central banks are going to collapse. A lot of the government's going to collapse. A lot of uh, the economy, as we know, it's going to collapse because of it. Uh, the Basically, most of the things they've set up uh, are all on the verge of collapse. Now, what they want and what they, they know that as well, obviously. They're not stupid, a lot of these people. Like all these, uh, you know, Joe Biden's stupid and Justin Trudeau's stupid, but those are just complete puppets. They're just actors. They just read off their teleprompters. The people really running things, they're not stupid. And they know this is uh, reaching an end, uh, especially the central banks and the digital and, and the currencies and stuff like that. It's all headed towards hyperinflation very quickly now uh, with all the amount of debt. And that's just a natural thing that happens when you have a debt-based monetary system like a central bank. Um, so these things are, are collapsing. Uh, they want to uh, kind of do it in their way. It's always problem, reaction, solution. So they're trying to set it up. Uh, so there's lots of problems. And, you know, this Ukraine thing is getting things set up. Uh, the, the Israel thing is getting th- things set up to do kind of like a World War III, which is just completely orchestrated, just like World War II, just like World War One, just like right. every single war. It's all based on lies, all based on false flags, and then the banksters uh, reorganize things in a way that they uh, have even more control and more power. Uh, so we're going to see uh, probably stuff like that. Uh, uh, Satan Klaus, Klaus Schwab has warned uh, that the next thing they're planning is a cyber attack. Um, Kill Gates is warned, has warned that uh, uh, they're going to do something way bigger than the COVIDs uh, next. Um, and so I think they're going to do all these things all at once and probably this year or maybe next year at the latest, I think. Uh, and uh, when that all happens, the world's going to change so dramatically, no one will believe it. You will actually not believe it. Most people will actually be fooled by it. 
Um, they're going to make the next COVIDs look like uh, it's real. It's probably going to be set off by 5G, and it's probably going to interact with the graphene that's in the lethal injections that over a billion people injected into their bodies. Right. Uh, and they can individually target those with the 5G. So they'll be taking down people all over the world, and then their mainstream media propagandists will come out and say, this is a new COVIDs, it's disease X now, and um, there's a uh, hundred million people died this month. We've got to lock down the entire world. Most people will fall for it. Even libertarians, a lot of them will far, fall for it because they'll be in massive fear uh, because it'll it'll be real this time. The, the COVID was completely made up. It didn't even exist. It's not even a thing. It was just a lie completely, and a lot of people fell for it. But when when you see people all over just dying, and you know, you're, half the people on your street just died in last week. Uh, 99% of people, even watching this video, who say I won't fall for it will probably fall for it because it'll be just blasted and when you go into that level of fear uh, you cannot think and that's why uh, part of what I'm talking about in Arcapoco is you've got to do the work on yourself right now to survive what they're going to do. This is going to be massive, what they're going to do. The, the COVIDs, they've all laughed. They've said that was just a test run. That was just to put into place a bunch of things. That was to see how it goes before we do the big one. Bill Gates has said that uh, we'll see the, the next one will get people's attention uh, next time. Uh, they're already clouding the disease X. The whole World Economic Forum was about disease X. They've already got vaccine centers set up for a disease that they haven't even found yet because they, they've already got it all planned. They've already done a disease X uh, bill in the United States Congress last year. They're all getting ready for it. Uh, most people will fall for it and most people will probably kind of die or be enslaved or be sent off to camps during this process and especially most Western countries uh, where they've already got all the camps set up from the COVID stuff. Uh, so uh, yeah, so if you're asking like where do I see this going? I think it's going to be things that no one uh, can even believe will happen uh, more dystopian than pretty much any movie you've ever seen uh, but if you uh, do the work on yourself if you become reborn if you get completely centered if you if you completely know what's going on uh, and, and can able to withstand what's going to happen uh, you have a pretty good chance of surviving while most people will be taken out enslaved put into camps because once this next COVID comes out uh, they've already got every anti-vaxxer on a list they'll be going that's the first place they'll be going they'll be saying look there's millions of people dying uh, it's these anti-vaxxers we got to go get them put them into the quarantine camps which are just concentration death camps and they'll be just injecting them with their vaccine which will have within days this time they'll have ultra warp speed probably under trump again <laughs> uh and uh so yeah that's that's what i see hyperdrive yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ludicrous <Hi> speed <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, if you know what's going on and if you're like you're there in a bus you're basically getting ready to move to grow your own food to get away from uh civilization uh as soon as something happens i'm basically the same way right now we're building our ranch it's going to be done in the next six months or so we can actually go there right now we're already growing food there we can go and live there right now if we have to but it's just not fully done yet so we haven't uh, as soon as i see these things start to go into motion uh we've basically got our our bags packed and we're ready to go it could happen at any moment uh it could be this week for all we know we really just don't know they just finished davos so i knew it was going to happen during davos but it can happen anytime now they've all you know had their parties getting ready for the next big one uh but the thing is if, if you if you can be smart and centered and and not uh 
go into fear when this happens, you'll probably find ways around it. Even if you live in a place like the U.S., you, you know, it'll be chaos and, and all that kind of stuff. But as long as you can remain and know, and, you know, know what's happening and, and not go into fear, uh, you could probably get around a lot of the stuff. And obviously, if you're not a, a major city, that'll help dramatically. I would not want to be in a major city in yeah, the Western no, world no, no. in the next couple of years. Okay, let me ask this. Um, I want to I get your comment on, on this point. Uh, as we're doing the you know the occupy the land thing and we're purchasing land and we start the building we've done some prototypes and you know we're we're on it. The problem is is that as isolated as we wish to be and self sustaining because you're going to need to be, you're still going to need a community. You know we have a lot of a lot of friends and and uh, people that we know in the community that have a lot of different skills. I, it's just we hell, we manufacture any freaking everything that we want. Desktop manufacturing, you know, do whatever. The thing is though is that you know when you have these kind of bad all the anarchists, all the volunteerists, all the what they come they want to come together and get on your island, you know. Well, we saw this happen from the beginning when we were doing freedom summits in the early uh, 2000s for the free state project was promoting. The day after they selected New Hampshire, I had him um, Amanda Phillips, I think it was. It was on my show in out of Scottsdale and we we're talking about okay, we picked New Hampshire, I want, you know, you got a secret handshake you got a club, you got a brick and mortar, is there going to be criteria? You got to, I mean, how's this going to work? Then a lot of the anarchists and young kids, and they count surfers, have went to um, New Hampshire and camp, camped out and kind of did, they're, how productive are they? What kind of people are they? They're just like, dude, man, I just want to get high and, you know, watch the sunset every day and not really, or you have some people, like a lot of your crowd, you know, that is has some resources. You know, they're retiring or they've made their money somewhere else. They want to go and be happy and left alone somewhere. They kind of, so how do you, you know, they're like intentional community versus unintentional community. And my three questions, what do I have to do? What can't I do? What's your conflict resolution? So as you're building your home and your ranch and you're getting ready for the zombie apocalypse, you know, uh, yeah, who are you bringing inside the wall? Who's staying outside the wall? What's the criteria for how close they get to your wall? I mean, you know, as this goes, you know who I'm talking about. You know the kind of people that gravitate. There's productive and there's not productive or yet to be productive. or whatever. It's the infrastructure that I'm worried about. You know, so how are you dealing with this? What do you think is going to happen as it really starts to happen? Um, well, the way I'm personally dealing with it is uh, we're building like a ranch far away from uh, major population centers. It's not super far away, but it's far enough away right. uh, that we should be pretty good. Um, it's got uh, 20 foot walls all around, like 12 hectares. Uh, uh, we also have a, a large amount of staff. In fact, the reason I, I'm kind of have to cut this uh, interview maybe short today is we're doing our annual staff party uh, today. It'll be well over 50 people uh, at it, and that's their families as well. Uh, but we, because of my wife here in Mexico, she basically knows anyone who you need to know in Mexico. They all, uh, res- not all, but a lot of them respect her tremendously. Uh, her entire family is very respected. They've been here in Acapulco for years. She can at any at the drop of a hat. She can have 300 guys with guns uh, come to our house right now and do anything to protect us. I don't know what the deal is, uh, but uh, that's the kind of thing. And you know, anything to do with like the house, like uh, after the hurricane, uh, like we just had 
20 guys here like they, their houses were already destroyed but they came to fix ours first because that's how respected my wife is so for me personally, um, I'm not very worried about having a big community of people around me because I've basically already got that. I've got like hundreds of people who all, for whatever reason, just really, uh, you know, respect us and want to help us and, and that sort of a thing. So um, outside the that. wall, inside the wall, outside the wall, inside the wall. Is- you see my point? Well, we'll figure it out as it goes. I, you know, I'm. You know, we'll we'll just see what happens. I'm just going with the flow with all this stuff. Uh, but I would say that uh, if I if I didn't have something like that, I probably would be quite interested in working on building a community with other people. Uh, and I've actually worked with numerous people who are doing that sort of stuff. Uh, one of the most popular and uh, the most um, uh, successful so far has been in Nicaragua with ECI Development, uh, with Michael Cobb, who's speaking in Narcopoco again this year. There's been dozens of people from the dollar vigilante who've all bought basically beachfront property in nicaragua far from any population center uh they're all on the same page uh dollar vigilante subscribers uh it's actually quite cheap under a hundred thousand dollars for a house you can even get financing you can even pay a monero or pirate chain it's pretty incredible uh, so there are options out there for people like that um but for me personally because of everything i just told you about my personal life i am not concerned whatsoever about that sort of stuff uh, we seem to have thousands of people who will do anything for us because of my wife and her family uh, for whatever reasons. They, they were actually one of the, the sort of the most bigger families here in Acapulco like hundreds of years ago. And they actually, you know, the, the, the uh, Narcopoco 2016 that we had at the Grand Hotel, it was named at the time, yeah. that used to be their property. They used to live wow. on the beach. Uh, yeah, and they, uh, their, their family sold it years ago and, and stuff like that. But they're still very connected. And even like what we did. So you went to Mexico stuff, and married up. Okay. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I got very lucky. It wasn't just luck. Like I kind of recognized when I, when I was with her originally, I'm like, who are you? <laughs> like, like I actually had my car towed when I, you know, we were just boyfriend, girlfriend. And I go in, I go, what's Grua mean? And she said, tow truck. And I said, oh, crap, I didn't know they even had tow trucks in Acapulco. And we go outside, and my car had been towed. And she said, don't worry. And uh, five minutes later, my car comes driving up with a cop in it, and he got down on his hands and knees and begged her forgiveness. And I was like, I, I need to know yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been. That's all you need to know right there. Don't even need to know anymore. <laughs> all right. Well, before you go, I, I wanted to um, – there's some other stuff. We'll go ahead and – end it early so that we can talk for a couple of minutes. I want to ask you some stuff off air, but you know, I'm of the feeling I've always had this cloud over my head of just experiences and activists and what happened during a lot of things that we've done here in Arizona, the Levolution, immediately after, the use of big tech, they, them, those, communication control. I'm seeing communication is going to be the thing. And if it wasn't for Starlink and things like that, when uh, the, the Internet was down, I mean, you know, you're down with all that kind of stuff happened. So we have some other options now that are coming online. There are other communities. Do you feel that you and your crew and the things that you're being an example for demonstrating what can be done and why uh, a target? Have you been targeted by big tech? Have you been deplatformed? Because a lot of our friends have and so on. And that is where I see it's right when it's the most important time, Super Bowl time. Boom. 
I'm sorry, you're not allowed to communicate that. And you got like Nikki Haley out there and all these guys. You got to have a, uh, an internet ID and you got to get permission slip and kind of like being able to watch TV and you know in the United Kingdom. You got to have a BBC permit or charge for whatever the crap. This is already happening. They are setting it up to happen. If we're not ready for that severing of communication, it's not going to be as easy as I think, you know, uh, it should be. And they outed people, they've segmented, they've identified through all of Kamala Harris coming out. Oh, we know who you is. Now we got, you know, the FBI and them wanting to know uh, from bank accounts if they bought Bibles. I mean, what the crap? I mean, this is, it's so bad that if we don't get that done, which has been my focus, and we're just ending up on, a, you know, here we're ready. That's what I want to talk about. What do you think? the importance of that is and how prepared are you for uh, maintaining communication? Uh, I, uh, well, I think during these cyber attacks, uh, they, they might basically take down the power in the internet in large parts of the world, especially in the Western world. Like, I think the U.S. is really being targeted here. Uh, Barack Drone Bomber just came out with a movie he produced with Big Mike uh, that talks all about a grid-down situation and uh, all the usual propaganda in the movie. Don't trust white people during an uh, emergency and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but they're, they're putting out all the footprints like it's all the usual stuff they always do the predictive programming they're letting people know so i'm basically ready for um, a grid down no power no internet for maybe forever for as far as i know so i've got solar panels i've got wind sort of stuff i've got um you know everything you can imagine as far as that's uh, concerned i've got uh i've got emp protection on stuff um i've got starlink which i don't even really like because that's actually like a global like uh, prison grid system right. but it works for the internet and actually that helped out a lot during an Acapulco uh, or just during the Acapulco hurricane was uh we had no communication for the first month but uh through starlink was the only way so i've got that and i'm thinking about getting a ham radio uh, but I'm actually ready for whatever happens. If it all goes down and it never comes back up, which would be really hard to do, but, uh, you know, anything is possible. They, they talk about these Carrington event type things. I don't know if those are real, uh, but maybe all electronics in the world get destroyed somehow. Um, I'm fully ready for that. I'm ready for anything and everything. I'm actually excited about it. Uh, so far, the apocalypse has been the, the best time I've ever had in my life. Uh, I'm so surprised. You know, they've been trying to do a genocide and kill everyone on earth for the last four years and i'm just laughing and and watching these people right. go down every day and they're all like they got their surgeon's masks on and they're all like sick and they're like you gotta take the job and i'm just like all right take another one bye uh, <laughs> it's been fun uh you know if it comes turns into the zombie apocalypse where you know they've got these people on, they've got them with bluetooth codes now and now the 5g they might actually like be controlling these things using artificial intelligence sin uh so it could be a full zombie zombie apocalypse they wouldn't do that that'd be wrong (laughs) (laughs) you know one thing before we go off i I just wanted to share with you um you said ham radio and i remember in the 90s that was a big thing because you had shortwave programs of different patriot for whatever and um we just started it's been in the works in the background and ian freeman still from prison you know with free talk live i've taken on one of the the nights i do mondays for him and what we've done is there are these low power fm 
channels, you know, uh, frequencies around the country. There's over a thousand of them that they created software using the internet to be able to program and offer programs. So starting last week, we started broadcasting on a lot of these. And the thing, the reason I was so supportive of that, wanted to play, is because. It's not trackable. It's a broadcast of an FM signal, and everybody's got FM receiver or something that the signal can't die. You know, people, and you're not knowing who's listening, kind of thing. So it's that kind of. There's so many of these that I'm very selective, and like, oh hell yeah, we'll do that, do that, do that. And we're going to talk about some of the other things we'll work uh, together on. But thanks for coming on. Hold on a little bit. Anarchapoco. 2024. You just put Anarchapoco in a search engine, it'll blow up all over the place, and you can see all the great speakers and their schedule and everything. And it's just really is something that has been life-changing for so many people that have experienced it. They come from all over the world, and wherever the queen or king now, whatever, has got her picture on the money, that's where they come from. It's probably half the people, the whole thing, at least a third are from Canada, United Kingdom, South Carolina, Australia, New Zealand, for whatever reason, you know, they they make it to Anarchapoco. I am seeing it happen, and people get with other people of like and find out they're not alone. You go to Anarchapoco, you'll find out you're not alone. Jeff Berwick, thank you very much for coming on, brother. Always a pleasure, Ernie. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492. 800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com.